What is up, everybody? Episode 80 of J5, getting live here on Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. A lot to talk about in New York sports, in my opinion. But first things first, Tom Brady announced his retirement today. And plain and simple, the man is the greatest of all time. We have never seen better at the quarterback position. I was fortunate, I would say, to see his whole career. And I think that while all of us have a piece of disdain, I'll say, towards Tom Brady, you all appreciate what you saw. I know I do. Whether it was the fact that the guy was the ultimate underdog, I remember his first Super Bowl, second Super Bowl, so on and so forth. And this guy who was picked 199th in the NFL draft. Replacing Drew Bledsoe, the $100 million man at the time. Going on to have a 23-year NFL career. And every time he was counted out, somehow, he found a way to prove us all wrong. When he went to Tampa, I never thought he would win another title without Belichick. Prove me wrong. Many people said that he was done in his late 30s. The guy played until he was 45. Tom Brady defied the odds. And whether you're a fan or not, you have to appreciate that he's the greatest quarterback to ever live. And he's not physically gifted like a Michael Jordan or a LeBron James or a Tiger Woods or a Barry Bonds. He didn't physically impose his will on you. He was just able to consistently dominate a football game with his mind, with his precision, with his ultra-competitive attitude. And he shouldn't have to wait the five years to get in the Hall of Fame. He should get in tomorrow. He's the best to ever do it. Nobody will ever do it better than him. Guy went to the Super Bowl 10 times. And he won 7 of them. And the 3 that he lost. He lost by a combined 15 points.
So Tom Brady, here's a tip of the cap to you. Thank you for many memories, both bad ones and good ones. I, as a Giants fan, have more good memories than, than most people. But, plain and simple, he's the greatest to ever do it. And it was truly an honor to get to watch his career. Now, let's dive into some New York sports, shall we? We wait for the, for the big game to happen next week. I'll be talking about picks for that. Coming up, the Jets have a new offensive coordinator. And let's start with the Jets. Nathaniel Hackett coming to town. And I think it only means one thing. I think it means that if you're the Jets, you have to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. If the Green Bay Packers want two first-round picks, give them two first-round picks. If they want some of the young talent you got on your team, yeah, give it up. Not Sauce Gardner, not Garrett Wilson, not Quinn and Williams. But give up some pieces to go get Rodgers. That's your guy. You got to be all in on him. I was at a family gathering this weekend and my family was asking me my thoughts. Plain and simple. I think the Jets are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. They beat the Bills once this season, and they could have easily beaten them a second time if Mike White didn't get hurt in that game. They were a good quarterback away from beating the Patriots. They beat the Dolphins the one time they played them. I know the Dolphins had to play Skylar Thompson, but the Jets dominated that game at MetLife. And down in South Florida, when they played Skylar Thompson again with Joe Flacco, they could have won that game. So the Jets had a chance to go 6-0 in the division this year. Their schedule will be favorable again next year. They'll play a last place schedule. So good for them. They get nine home games. One against my Giants. But I think they're in a position right now that they got to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. He brings excitement to them. He lets them own the back page. And more importantly, he gives them a chance to do something they haven't done since 1969. And that's when a Super Bowl. The drought has been too long for the Jets. They haven't even gotten back since then. So, they have to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr is a nice consolation prize. He makes the Jets a better team. But he doesn't make them a Super Bowl contender. Only Aaron Rodgers does that. So if I'm Joe Douglas, I am all in on Aaron Rodgers. Whatever it takes, do it. That is my opinion on that. Now, to the Mets. 
Good job by the Mets. Locking up Jeff McNeil. Four-year, $50 million deal. I think the Mets have had an excellent offseason. I think they're in prime position to battle the Braves and the Phillies for the NL East. And again, to make the playoffs. Still think they need a couple pieces. They need a catcher. They could use a third baseman. Seems like they're going to be with Escobar there. And they'll make, make some moves once they get in season. The next big hurdle for the Mets is a Pete Alonso deal. What does that look like? People are saying eight years, $200 million. I think that's probably around what it's going to be. They're going to have to start working on that next. But the Mets have their core at this point. Lindor, McNeil, Nimmo. They're going to have Alonzo. they got pieces they could build around. They have to add to that pitching staff with young talent, and they need a catcher. That is the bottom line. And we're going to see if Francisco Alvarez can be that catcher for them. Offensively, we know that he's a monster. The questions are defensively. And that NL East is talented. The Mets are going to have to win 100 games again to win the NL East. And that might not even be good enough. It wasn't good enough last year. But nonetheless, they have a core that's talented. They have a good manager. And they're ready to make their moves. I have more questions about my team, the Yankees, cross town. Who I don't have any trust in at the moment. Yeah, it was nice. They added Carlos Rodon this offseason. They brought back Aaron Judge. They brought back Anthony Rizzo. But as we get ready for pitchers and catchers in two weeks... I have more questions about this lineup, about the outfield configuration, about this bullpen that has no closer, about the catching position. I don't think this team is a good team. I think they're going to regress very hard off of last year. They had 99 wins with a historic season from Aaron Judge. And with a ridiculously fast start from a team that played 500 ball after the All-Star break. The Orioles are coming on. The Blue Jays are extremely talented and ready to pounce. And the Rays are analytically driven. And you know they're going to cause problems for the Yankees. I think at this moment in time, as currently constructed... The Yankees are an 88-win team. Glaber Torres is not going to be here. DJ LeMayu will be your everyday second baseman. Shortstop is a question at this point. Volpe is going to compete for the job, but we don't know if he's going to get it. Third base with Josh Donaldson. He's locked in there. Aaron Hicks in left field at the moment. Yankees will probably pick up a free agent or something to help out with there. But nonetheless, I still have questions about this team. Harrison Bader, 
The reason the St. Louis Cardinals traded him was because he wasn't offensively good enough. So, we're going to have to wait and see on him. The postseason was nice, but can he do it for 162 games? Once you get past the four spot in the Yankee order, there's too many question marks. That is my opinion on the Yankees. So we're going to start talking a little more baseball as we as we get ready. Now, let's go to the basketball teams. Since they're both in season. And there's a lot going on with them. The Nets are starting to surge. Kyrie Irving is playing out of his mind in the fourth quarter. Credit to him. He has showed up. Especially the last couple... The last week. He dominated the Knicks the other night. Dominated the Utah Jazz a couple weeks ago. Last week. And... That Nets team is starting to look a little dangerous. I gotta admit it. And you know how I feel about the nasty Nets. We're gonna have Ansin on coming up. Probably after the big game. Talk a little Yankees with him, but talk a lot of Nets after the trade deadline. You know the Nets are going to be active with whatever picks they have, players. They could use a big, in my opinion at least. So we'll wait and see on that. The Knicks, disappointing loss last night. you got to find a way to close that out. Randall hasn't been the closeout guy that the Knicks have needed him to be. That's plain and simple. But he's played really well this year. Him and Brunson have played at an all-star level. The Knicks need more from R.J. Barrett. And I'm starting to get the feeling that the Knicks are going to look to move off of him. I know they gave him the big deal. I like Barrett personally. But he hasn't done enough. Him and Obi seem like they're starting to fall out of favor with Tibbs. And I think Tibbs' seat is starting to get a little hot. It feels like Leon Rose is more settled in that role. He's not. It doesn't feel like he's going anywhere. Dolan was on the fan last week. He didn't seem like he was inching at any changes. But if the Knicks are in the play-in or even the sixth seed, I think at some point everybody's going to look at the ceiling of this team and say the Tibbs has to go. He hasn't developed any young talent. Quickly, he's the best player that the Knicks have at this moment That's that's been homegrown. Barrett has kind of regressed or leveled off, I should say. Was hoping to see him take another leap after the Donovan Mitchell stuff. But bottom line, he hasn't done enough. Starting to hear that the Knicks are in on OG Ananobi. A DN3 guy, which is good. That's what they need. But they also need a perennial superstar. And if I'm going to give up three first-round picks for OG Ananobi, I got to go shopping and see what it's going to cost for Dame Lillard. Or what it would cost for, for somebody else. Apparently, there's rumors about the Knicks with Chris Paul. That's not what I want to see. He's too old at this point. 
The Knicks need a young, disgruntled superstar. Lillard is old. Older. But that's a guy that I'd be in on. I'd be maybe poking around the Pelicans on Ingram or CJ McCollum. The Knicks need to start looking for a big-time player. If not now, when? This team has a good core. Randall could be a solid two. Brunson is a solid, solid guy. He could be a solid two. But you need a superstar. The Knicks have to make that move soon. Otherwise, everything that Leon Rose accumulating assets, not going crazy, has done is for nothing. So the Knicks have to decide what they want to be. Because right now they're in NBA purgatory, which is not a good place to be. All right, guys, that's an episode. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at J-O-H-N-M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. Follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G-E-T-T-I-N-L-I-V-E, J5.